Hi, and welcome to A Zealous Expedition. My name is Johanna, and I am here to share my perspective on living life to the fullest, no matter what your situation is or what season of life you are in. Thank you for spending a little bit of your time with me today. I hope you'll leave our time together feeling inspired and ready to take on whatever challenge you're facing. Hello, everybody. This is my friend Amber joining me today. Hello. (laughs) Uh, This is Amber Siebold. She is a great friend of mine. I have been thinking about having her on the podcast ever since I started it. Um, She's just one of those people that everybody needs to meet and hear from. So I asked Amber to come on today to talk to everybody about minimalism. Um, We actually, a few years ago, taught like a class on minimalism together and that was really fun um so now we get to talk about it again (laughs) yeah I was thinking I think that was 2018 I think so yeah it's been a little while yeah Yeah. um why don't you just tell the people about you who you are maybe like not where you live where you live but you know general area what your family's like okay intro I, um, I'm a mom of five, as you can probably tell, I'm from the UK, but I live about an hour and a half south of St. Louis now, out in the country on 40 acres with my in-laws, so that's been interesting, um, but good though. I homeschool all five of my kids, uh, oldest is 18, youngest is two, so I've got a big spread of ages there, um. Yeah, so we're we kind of got a little homestead going and got chickens and different things and just sort of getting settled into this new life out in the country at the moment. I need to come see these 40 acres. <laughs> Lots of woods. So Lots of woods. Yeah, maybe wait till ticks are gone because that's been our battle at the moment. My arch nemesis yeah. I hate ticks so much <laughs> I was one of those things out. where you're like lord why did you make these <laughs> things I like we go hiking all the time you'd think that I would be okay with this but every time I get a tick I like nearly have a panic attack and I'm always like get it off yeah. like freaking out I cannot handle it I'm such a baby uh, okay um so can you define like what is your definition of minimalism um that's a interesting question it's I would say minimalism is not necessarily having less stuff, although usually it does mean that, but um, you can have, so most people probably think of minimalism as like, you know, an empty white table with a single vase on it Mm -hmm. and, (laughs) you know, nothing in your house. Um, And I don't think that's it at all. I think it's purely just being very intentional about what you do have mm-hmm. and um, just really thinking through more the, whether there's value in the, in the things that you have in your space. Yeah, I like that definition. That's really good. Um, I feel like I started getting to know you when you were first starting to like think about that is when I really started getting to know you. And it was kind of like a transition period for you of going from not really being conscious of the things that you had as much. And then you got, you 
went like crazy with it and got rid of so much stuff. <laughs> I did, yeah. Um, will you share just kind of like your story with that? What led to that process and you starting to think about the things that you brought into your home a little bit more? Yeah, absolutely. So I moved back to this country from Scotland in at the end of 2015, mm-hmm. beginning of 2016. And shipping your stuff abroad is very expensive Mm. so we basically got rid of everything we brought over suitcases and with our clothes and things and we shipped 14 boxes which isn't a lot that time we had three children and one on the way and honestly a lot of those boxes were things like lego that are very Mm -hmm. expensive to replace so you know even though we sort of had pared down to an extremely minimalist amount of stuff mm-hmm. we like within a few years our house was overflowing again and I remember yeah. when I when I was cleaning out the house in Scotland what we did was we actually sent the kids home with grandma um, so that we could get rid of everything without them no I need that uh-huh. McDonald's happy toy it's my favorite or whatever yeah. um, so they were gone and I remember just sitting in one of the kids bedrooms just surrounded by junk and just thinking like why do we even have all this stuff this is ridiculous you know and I'm fairly heavily pregnant and just thinking like I'm not doing this again and then yeah. I did it again I mean I sort of blinked and we just had all this stuff but I didn't know how to not have all the stuff Mm -hmm. my parents were kind of especially my dad were very much like there's always a bargain to be had and you know if it's on 90% off you've got to buy it like that kind of mentality which there's so much goes into that in terms of people that were raised by you know parents that lived through the wars and had you know extreme poverty Mm -hmm. so they had a different mindset because they had to keep things but you know we're in a a place in a time now where you can easily replace things so it's a you know we've kind of kept these old habits but we don't need to necessarily so I felt like I was spending all my time just managing our stuff like Mm -hmm. me and the kids would sort of clean up with them being homeschooled they're home all the time make a mess you know uh-huh. <laughs> and I felt like we were just spending hours trying to make a dent and never making a dent yeah or just to start it all over again and um, I think I just saw a Facebook ad or something for uh, I forget her name now because it's been so long since I listened but is it Allie something um, Ali Casaza yes <clears throat> yeah and I was just like I'll, you know I'll give this free course a listen and yeah. just made so much sense what she was saying and mm-hmm. one thing she said that really stuck in my head was about um, like too much choice is a bad thing yeah. and we don't think of that in our society we think choice is everything almost mm-hmm. you know so like we talked about in our course if you go to buy band-aids at Walmart or wherever you know any any big box store there's yeah. not just five or ten choices mm-hmm. there's probably a hundred choices aisle full of them <laughs> yes and so you're sort of standing there going like 
do I need waterproof? Do I need ones with antibiotic uh -huh. in them? Do I need like so overwhelming fabric? Like, or... The ones with the mermaids. I'll yeah. take these ones. That's what I do. I don't know if that not would. It depends <laughs> if my children are with me or not at the time. But you know, and that's just one simple decision. So when she talked about it in this in this free course, it was sim it was talking about her kids with toys. Yeah. And if they've got, you know a hundred different choices of toys then it's just overwhelming to them and they move from one thing to the next mm -hmm. because there's so much choice and that just really struck a chord with me and so I'm I'm in, in some ways I'm very like measured person and I consider things very carefully but sometimes like if a fire's lit under me I just go all in and that's what I did mm -hmm. so in two weeks I took 21 van loads of stuff and I have a big, I mean, I have five children now, I have a, you know, eight passenger van, mm -hmm. took 21 loads of stuff to my nearest thrift store and also, you know, set out furniture by the curb and like, you know, we, we just pared down probably 20, we left, ended up with about 25 to 40%, I would guess, of mm -hmm. what we had in our house. And it was just so freeing to not have to manage all the stuff anymore. And, you know, we would set the timer for five minutes and it would, like, the room would be tidy. And I was like, what is this? Uh -huh. I, don't, I don't understand. You know, it was so wow. life-changing, mm -hmm. you know. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I, I feel that so much. Um, we're, like, with adding so many kids to our family at the same time like we had just a massive influx of stuff that they brought or people gave to us or whatever and it is like just debilitating like all of the things having to think about what to do with him even even going through them at this point like trying to figure out what to get rid of and everything is so just exhausting mm -hmm. <laughs> just even thinking about it just I mean right now all of it is in our basement and we have we live minimalist in the upstairs and on the main floor <laughs> and then our basement is just all the stuff that I don't want to deal with yet because I just haven't been able to and so that's like our project that we're working on right now is getting back to that and it is like I, I just keep picturing that freedom that I'm going to feel even though this stuff isn't really like taking a lot of my time because it's literally just sitting in the basement but it's taking space that could be used for something so much better and well, it's taking mental space. Yeah. And I feel like that's, there. like, the worst thing for me is it's just, like, always there in the back of my head. Mm -hmm. Like, I know this is here, and I know I have to take care of it. And if I wanted to move, I have to pack this or get rid of it and go through it all and all of that. And it's just a lot. So I feel like there's so much freedom to be had in letting go of all of that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, and we talked in our course, too, like, so many different approaches to minimalism like you don't have to do what I did mm -hmm. and get rid of all your stuff in two weeks like somebody in your situation if you if you were to fill a grocery bag a day mm -hmm. with stuff you know it would be done it yeah. might take two three months but mm -hmm. it would the process would happen away at know, it yeah yeah so you don't have to do it you know all or nothing yeah I think that's so such a good reminder because a lot of times it feels like we have to be all or nothing and we can't just like 
you know, what's that saying? How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. <laughs> One bite at a time. Yeah. So I'm taking a bite every day yeah, right now. Yeah. And sometimes <laughs> you're hungrier than others. Yes. Times, you know? Yes. And I mean, I think the important thing as well for people to understand that might sort of be new to the concept or whatever is that it's not it's not just a one and done thing either it's an ongoing yes it's like forever basically yes so you know if you look at how much stuff we own right now we probably own a fair bit more than we did the day that I got done Mm -hmm. with my massive decluttering yeah but it's okay because we've we've constantly like I'm always just grabbing a bag and filling up with stuff I need to donate or mm-hmm. whatever because you, you can't prevent things coming into your house even if you don't ever buy a thing again people are going to give your kids presents yep. give you presents yeah you know somebody at church will be like oh I thought you guys could use this you just never know mm-hmm. so you got to just kind of keep the process going be more mindful about the things you do buy but you can't just you know forget about it once you've done the initial purge that's what I would like to do I wish that it was like that but it is like such an ongoing process Mm -hmm. we keep um like a bag or a box or something just by our front door and then the kids will be like hey where's the goodwill box mom I need to put this in there um yeah I'm having my daughter come on the podcast and talk about because she had so much stuff and she recently over the last year decluttered and it has been like so cool for her getting rid of all her stuff so I talked her into coming on and talking about it so I'm excited see my oldest got really into the minimalism after I did and she basically ended up to where almost all her belongings would fit in a backpack and she Mm -hmm. loved it and she was like she was planning to go to Scotland um in 2020 and of course COVID hit and Mm. she couldn't go but she was going she was basically just like oh, I can take everything I own you know it's it's cool she's come sort of full circle from that now like she she feels like she went too minimalist and mm-hmm. got rid of stuff that with hindsight she wishes she would have kept books yeah. for example yeah different things but it's been an important learning process for her because she she may have kind of gone in too hard but it's given her a fresh appreciation mm-hmm. because you know, things do have value in our lives, like again, books. Yeah. And yeah, you can might be able to read an ebook, but she's realizing that she really just likes the the feel of a book in yes. her hands and it's different. <laughs> it is different. And but if she had never gone through that initial phase, she wouldn't have that appreciation, you know. Yeah, and she now really, they like really hold value for her. I'm she sure. really loves things that have stories, even if it's not her own. So mm-hmm. like an antique chest, for example. Yeah. To keep her things in, and um, but it's been really interesting to see her kind of figure figure all this out, you know, mm-hmm. um, through this process as well. That's really cool. I feel like it sounds like she's just able to be more intentional and thoughtful about everything that she has even if it's more than what fits in a backpack <laughs> yeah know? yeah but she's okay with that now you yeah know? and she's still like just like our family as a whole she still has less stuff mm-hmm. than she did yeah um because you know we just recently moved like I mentioned mm-hmm. and even in the process of moving it's still overwhelming you know when you've got five children you're gonna have a bunch of stuff mm-hmm 
unless you're like super ultra minimalist you're yeah. just gonna have stuff because mm -hmm. there's seven people in our house yeah but you know <laughs> i sort of would just look around and think we still have so much less yeah than most people in this society because our society is so focused on accumulating things you know and we're marketed to all the time and we don't even realize how much we buy into yeah. it we, we talked about that as well how there's just a constant push for like the next best thing yeah you can never be satisfied with what you have mm -hmm. you always have to want more and buy more and I used to um, clean houses years ago and even you know before minimalism I before I even knew what that word meant and uh, I remember this one friend had um, she had a, a separate laundry room in her house mm -hmm. and it was so full like I don't even know how she got in to do the laundry mm -hmm. because it had mountains of clothes wow. and the entire all three walls um, had racks mm -hmm. with clothes hanging on them wow. every bedroom had a closet full of clothes and dressers full of clothes mm -hmm. and I just remember thinking like how does she even manage this yeah you know but that's that's surprisingly common you mm -hmm. know because we live in a culture where you can you know oh that dress is cute it's on sale it's only five bucks whatever I'll just buy it mm -hmm. and then you know before you know it you your stuff is owning you yep you're yeah. not owning your stuff yeah, what would you say was, like, the biggest difference between, for you, when you had more things and when you started getting rid of things? And, like, like you said, it took, like, five minutes to tidy up. Yeah, honestly, I think that was that is number one yeah. for me. Because as a, a homeschooler, you know, it is, it's very disruptive to your day when there's just, you know, mess everywhere. Mm -hmm. clutter everywhere and it may not even be dirty it's yeah. just cluttered and it's really hard to focus when you're surrounded by clutter because your brain's constantly like I need to go clear off that bookshelf I need to go mm -hmm. you know do that mountain of dishes like and that's just me let alone the children yeah. the children I'm sure we're feeling the same way mm -hmm. um so it you know and we're still we still do five minute tidies where we just set a timer for five minutes mm -hmm. and it's very gratifying that it still makes a big difference yeah even if five minutes like you can always make time for five minutes yeah there's absolutely no excuse that you could there's no way anybody could be so busy that you can't yeah set a timer for five minutes like that's just like we we almost like make it a game like see how much we can do in five minutes and yeah and it just brings some peace back to the home, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the time itself is number one, but because it does bring a different sense of peace to the house, you know, I just think that everybody's minds are clearer and mm -hmm. things when, when they're surrounded by more order than chaos. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it really makes a huge difference. I know for me, I'm like very easily distracted. And so 
and my children are much more easily distracted than I am, yeah. which is yeah. saying a lot. And <laughs> so when it is just cluttered, I mean, I know that like when my kids, when their rooms are tidied, that they sleep better, like they yeah. fall asleep faster, all of these things. Cause it's so distracting to be seeing these things constantly all around yeah. you. And, um, yeah. And then like what you said with like too many toys, it's, I mean, when we back in 2020, our house flooded and we had to stay in Airbnbs for a few months. Mm-hmm. Most of the places did not have toys and I didn't really bring toys or anything for the kids. And they would like play with hangers and bed sheets and they were so happy and they honestly were much more content being there than they were when we were at home and they had all those options. Yeah. It's just wild to me how it actually what, limits, less options. limits their imagination. Yeah. And I say that somebody has, you know, a house full of toys. So I'm not judging anybody mm-hmm. for having a bunch of toys. It's just what you do, isn't it? But there is a lot of freedom that comes with, you know, not having restrictions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, if we were to talk about some, like, practical steps if somebody wanted to get started on being more intentional with what they have in their home what would you give like two or three ideas on how to get started well I mean I think it's it's like most stuff in life really it's you know it's just being consistent Mm -hmm. that's number one yeah and you can do it however you want like I said if you fill up a grocery bag you know, even once a week, like it is going to make a difference mm-hmm. in your house if you haven't been doing that to this point. If you do that consistently, you will see a difference. Same as if you eat right and exercise mm-hmm. consistently, you know, you don't have to be perfect, but you will notice a difference. So number one is just, you know, keep putting one foot in front of the other. Mm-hmm. Number two would be to think very carefully about you know the things you're bringing into the house because you can get rid of stuff in the house but if you don't solve the problem you're just going to keep accumulating so Mm -hmm. maybe you know we all love all these special buys right Mm -hmm. (laughs) most of us do you know maybe before you check out at the store just look in your cart Mm -hmm. and really think do I need this stuff or is there anything I can put back you know and quite often there's things I put back or just Mm -hmm. even sometimes at the checkout I'll just be like actually I don't want that you know change my mind Mm -hmm. because I'm trying to think it through and do I really need it um and then a third tip so to speak would be to um think outside the box a little bit like Mm -hmm. when you're for example, kitchen items, you know, there's a lot of stuff in our kitchens that we use very rarely. Do we really, could yeah. we make do with some other item for that two times a year? We need a turkey baster, for example, mm-hmm. or a citrus press or whatever yeah. it may be, you know. We're kind of spoiled just in the accessibility of all these specialized tools mm-hmm. for life that yeah. people lived without forever until the last 50 <clears throat> years when they figured out oh we can make a ton of money by yep. <laughs> making all this plastic stuff that people will 
think they need their yes. watermelon slicer, you know. Yes, but you just, ask any, like, actual chef, and they say the best tools in the kitchen are your two hands. <laughs> that's what they, they're like, you need a good knife, a good spatula, and two hands. Yeah. Or yeah. even one hand, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's all you really need. Like, any chef that I've ever talked to, that's what they say. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's so unnecessary. And the kitchen is, is just a, a good example to me because it tends to be somewhere that, you know, we have a lot of stuff we very rarely use yeah. and a lot of things we use all the time. Mm -hmm. Those are obviously where to focus. Um, if I can add one more, yeah. you said two or three, but um, if you're having a hard time deciding whether you should get rid of something or not, mm -hmm. just put it in a box, you know, labeled maybe or something. Mm -hmm. And then if you, if you need to pull it out in the next three months, mm -hmm. then keep it. If you don't, let it go. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of anxiety for people with like, well, what if I'm going to need this yeah. again? And so just being able to put it in a box and then wait it out, put a date on it yeah. or something, and then don't open it whenever that date comes. Just take it, <laughs> take it to yeah, the thrift store. Yeah, don't look in it. That's... <laughs> so I just recently organized and decluttered my in-laws pantry. Mm -hmm. I say pantry. It is a pantry, but they use it for all their like dishes, not, mm -hmm. not you know, eating dishes, but like cooking mm -hmm. stuff. And it stresses me out because there's so many pans and things that I'm always like, uh -huh. I don't know which pan I need to cook a grilled cheese sandwich. Too many options. <laughs> so I, I organized it for them. And um, there were so many lids that we mm. couldn't find containers for. Yeah. And they were both very reticent about me getting rid of it, mm -hmm. this bag. So I was like, listen, let's just put it out in the garage. Mm -hmm. Then if, you know... In a month, you find that container you can't find the lid for, you can go look in the bag. Yeah. Um, but we'll get rid of it after a few months if you haven't pulled any out of it. Mm -hmm. And they haven't touched it, so yeah. it's, it's going shortly to the trash can because it's all, I mean, yeah. lids with no mm -hmm. base. But yep. that, that certainly made it easier for them to, like if I would have just tried to push them to just get rid of it, it would have been really anxiety-inducing for yeah. them, I think. Because yeah. they are of that generation that was like, you can't get rid of stuff because mm -hmm. you might need it one day. Yeah. Yeah. Raised by depression era mm -hmm. parents, you know. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those are great tips. I love all of that. Um, one thing that I'll add to it is um, for me, when I'm going through something and trying to decide, like, maybe I have just like a box of things that I need to make a decision on. I will just split them into piles and I'll just make like a pile of things I'm going to keep, things I'm going to throw in the trash, things I'm going to send to Goodwill or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I'll make a pile sometimes of things I just don't know yet because a yeah. lot of times you'll pause and like be thinking and then that will make you like quit working on something. So if you are trying to push through and get a lot done in one day, I will, I've done that a lot where I've just been like, Oh, this is a decision for later. Yeah. <laughs> Future Johanna can take care of that. Um, and that's been really helpful for me getting through things because then I'm not stopping and feeling stressed about, am I making the right decision or not? So I'm just like going with whatever I'm in that moment. I know these things confidently, but this thing I'm not quite sure about. And that's been a really helpful thing for me. And that <clears throat> kind of leads into something else we talked about in the course, and that's start start with the easy stuff. Mm -hmm. Don't go yeah. and start with, like, the box of grandma's prized possessions. Yeah. You know, start with your bathroom that has very little emotional attachment or, you know, sorting mm -hmm. out your kids' clothes they've outgrown or yeah. whatever. Like, things that are pretty much no-brainers. Mm -hmm. Because then you can make the progress without 
making so many difficult choices about you know whether something needs to stay or not yeah I think the bathroom is so easy and just like a quick thing to do and I mean it's been years now since I first went through our bathroom and we have in the house we're staying we're living in right now it's like tiny bathroom we have one tiny bathroom and so there's like just one little shelf under the sink and that's it and so we're like we have one shampoo and one conditioner and my husband has a razor and like there's like nothing else you know there's a couple of things like some gel like one thing but because there's so little in there we notice we're running out of shampoo and then we get more shampoo there's not like a just like a bunch in the cabinet and you're not sure and then all of a sudden you're out or you have you buy more and you don't really need it because you're just more aware because it's it's all right in front of your face just exactly what you have (laughs) so I feel like the bathroom used to be like a stressful thing for me because it was so just a bunch of stuff that doesn't even matter but then once I started just only having exactly what we need in there it's like easy yeah and you know we've touched on this already a bit but it it does look different for everybody like I have an actual sort of closet in my bathroom now so we do have shampoo and conditioner and everything in there because you know the kids will forget to mention that we're out Mm -hmm. or whatever and so that brings me peace of mind to know we're not going to run out Mm -hmm. right when I'm in the shower yeah you know filthy (laughs) from mucking out the chickens or something Uh and have no shower gel left so but we've got the space. If we didn't, it would be a different conversation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. minimalism doesn't look a certain way. Yeah, It's just about, you know, you, your family, and, like, what works best for your family. And, you know, what you what's a priority for you. And what brings you the most peace, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. It would make me anxious to not have a backup because of the way my family is. So mm-hmm. it's better for me to have that. Yeah. But it's better for you to not have it. But that's mm-hmm. totally fine, you know. Yeah. But it all comes under that umbrella of minimalism because we're still intentional about why and mm-hmm. how. Yeah. It's not just happening. Life isn't just happening to you. Things aren't just like you're making those choices for yourself, deciding yeah. this is how I'm going to do things for my family. Yeah. And you don't have to like tick a certain box to qualify as a minimalist you know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you don't have to live a certain way I mean if, if you listen to a lot of there's a lot of podcasts about minimalism stuff like that and they've all got their own kind of take on it yeah and to a lot of those people I probably if they looked at my house they probably would think I'm not mm-hmm. a minimalist you know not a proper minimalist or uh-huh. whatever but it's not what it's not what it's about yeah. you know yeah, it's so much bigger than that. It's more of like a life decision than just being able to look at your house and seeing, oh, it looks this certain way. So therefore you are. <laughs> yeah. You fit in this box. Yeah. Cool. Well, this is great. Um, thank you for meeting up with me today. <laughs> no problem. It's good to see you. Hopefully the birds weren't too loud in the background. We're sitting outside <laughs> and possibly going to get rained on here in a minute. Um. That's all right. Phones are waterproof these days. It's yes, fine. exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So if you listen to this and um, enjoyed hearing from Amber, do you want people to follow you on social media or do you care about that? I mean, they can if they want to, but I don't really talk about minimalism. So I think my Instagram is ambyukamby. That's probably the only 
social media I really have these okay. days. That's one of the things I minimalized. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> was my social media. I did want to add real quick that yeah. because I meant to talk about this and I forgot, but just that, um, you know, I'm a Christian and maybe not everybody listening is, I respect that, but I do, I just want to say that it, it is a biblical concept mm. to be minimalist you know it's it's really yes. a new thing to not be minimalist because that's just how people had to live forever but mm-hmm. you know if um i forget the reference but when the guy comes to jesus and says like you know i want to follow you and he's like get rid of all your possessions and follow me and he's like yeah, yeah no thanks i'm mm-hmm. okay you know and it doesn't mean that we have to live you know like a monk with no possessions and so on and so forth but like we just can't attach too much value to our stuff and that's what society is trying to tell us to do because the value in life is not in your belongings Mm -hmm. and that's what Christ taught us you know the value is in our relationship with him and our families and you know if your house burned down yeah you'd be sad but like if you had your family you'd be okay yeah and we just need to remember that this is just stuff yeah Yeah. we're not supposed to be laying up treasures here on earth yeah but what's that song um never seen a hearse with a trailer hitch Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's true you can't take it with you yeah so you know if it brings value to you and your family that's great but don't elevate it to a position it shouldn't be in and that's what society is hammering into us that we should do because that's where the money is for all these people Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's so good. I'm glad that you added that in. Okay. Thank you so much. You're I will welcome. link to you. And she doesn't talk about minimalism a lot, but she's an inspiration. So you should definitely give her a follow. <laughs> All right. Bye bye. Thanks for tuning in to A Zealous Expedition. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and share it with your friends on social media. You can tag me on Instagram at Jahanna Hogg. That's J-I-H-A-N-N-A-H-H-O-G-G-E. Thanks so much and have a fabulous day.